Welcome to the Joy Felipe Bruce podcast. Sister Joy Felipe is a daughter of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the senior pastor of the Fountain of Life Cathedral of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. The Fountain of Life Cathedral is a thriving church of young, energetic people full of life for the Lord. Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dag Heward Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors' conferences and bringing ministry-related books by Bishop Dag Heward Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy. Oh, hallelujah. Beautiful. Well, we have some testimonies in the house. Amen. Put your hands together. Welcome our sister April to share her testimony. Oh, clap for her as she comes on stage. Clap for her. But April, why are you surprised? Uh, I told you I'll call you first. <laughs> Please check your mic. In. Please introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. Hi, April. My name is April. I'm the BO for Comedian Stars. Wow. <laughs> April, what's your testimony about? My testimony is about how God delivered me from death. Amen. Yes. She doesn't so, mean death, she means death. death. Okay. Death. death. That's death. how we pronounce it. Yes. So. <laughs> Okay, yes, we are listening. During the week, I think mm-hmm. after the flow prayer, okay. so I sent these um, photocopies, pages, to someone to print them out for me. Because um, the past questions, I can't read them from my phone because from of phone. the brightness. Yeah. Yes, but so I like... You're a serious student. You wanted a guy to print <laughs> yes, it out Yes, I like to you. print them out, solve okay. it, and then redo it. That's yeah. how I do it. So when I sent, I was like, oh, ask for past questions. It's just a few pages. So okay, usually 10 so to 12. I, yes, 10. So I just sent the whole thing to the man like that. I didn't check the pages. Okay. Then he called. Are you sure I should print everything? I said, oh, yes. Singles or back, front and back. I said, oh, front and back. Front print. and back. You should print all. <laughs> print all. Oh. Then he called again. Are you sure? I said, yes. Yeah. I said, print all. What are you afraid of? <laughs> So it didn't prompt me. <laughs> I didn't check that thing. So after the flow, I said, okay, let me just go there and pick them up. Yeah. When I got there, he said, oh, we are done with the 100 pages. <laughs> That's so old. I said, hey, yes. I said, ah, 100. Then. I said, okay, so what's next? How he said, oh, how many? He said, oh, you are owing us 236 Ghana. <laughs> April, come. You have to tell them the story. Well, you said a certain guy came. So I'm like, how? So as we were, then I, a certain guy just came. I went to meet him. Then he was like, please, I beg you, stop the printing and just do something for me. It's an emergency. I'm like, I'm in a hurry. I want to go and study. The man said, oh, you let me do it for the guy. So when he said, so what? And he said, oh, you are left with the 926 pages more. Hey, are you guys understanding the story? <laughs> so she had past questions to print on her phone. And she said that, oh, past questions here, usually 12, 15 sheets. So she said the guy should print all. And she didn't check the number. And the guy called her, are you sure I should print all? She said, oh, yes, for film, print me now. And the guy called again. And he said, print everything front and back. So after the prayer, she went there to pick up her past questions to solve. 
when she got there, someone had come with an emergency printing. So the guy said, oh, we finished your first hundred. But because of this guy, we are doing his own. They will come. I said, okay, so what's my bill looking like? He said, oh, your bill is 236 cities. He said, from where? He said, oh, the first hundred is 36 cities. But the next 926 pages, which he hadn't checked at all, is what's bringing the 200 CD bill. Please have you first. He said, Oh, I'm waiting for the guy to finish. I'll just send the question. I beg you, no, it's okay. The hundred is fine. He should relax. Then, funny enough, when I went back to my phone to check, I realized that the 920 says it has nothing to do with my course. Wow. I don't know. <laughs> so, the 200 Ghana, like, it would have been like dashing money or well, like you see your 200 CD. Like, just. I don't know what the guy was thinking. He just sent the whole file like that. And me too, I just pushed it you to You don't know what you were thinking. You also pushed it. <laughs> wow. People, what would you like to tell the church? I just, before I want to tell God, I'm really grateful. Because exams week and your 200 CD. <laughs> to print Kelewele papers. Because this one, you don't use it. I want to tell the church that we should believe in the prayers we receive from the church, especially from the communion prayers. Sometimes Bishop will say that, oh, the Lord is delivering from something. Maybe it might not concern you, bad news. This one is a bad news. Yeah. I'll cry. <laughs> so like, maybe that time you are not going through it, but just receive it and keep it because you may never know when it will work for you. Amen. And then we should receive in the prayers that Sister Joy sends us because before then, when I take the past questions, I usually, my exams is not bad. I just like, oh, even though I'm solving it, I listen to the prayers before wow. I solve the questions. Wow. Let's just believe in everything that happens. Wow. Um, Put your hands together for April. Amen. And let's welcome our star. I do ask to come to say a testimony. Put your hands together for her as she comes. Put your hands together for her as she comes on stage. Wow. I'm the mountain of life choir. You are from where? The mountain of life choir. Wow. Uh-huh. And what's your testimony? What's your testimony about? My, my testimony is about how my testimony is about how God divinely shocked me. Like I'm still in shock because someone say divine shock. It's it started like this. One Sunday I came to church. So mm-hmm. after church, I missed some calls and I saw eggs. So I thought maybe Chairperson wanted eggs. Someone so, called you? Yes. Okay. So I returned her call and okay. the person said, I'm calling from the KNUST Counseling Center. Wow. Time boss asked me to call you to meet her at 6. And I was sounding doubtful because on Sunday meeting... 6 p.m. Yes. To meet a boss. Yes. So he told me he's sending me the contact. So okay. I called the woman. Then I called and she said, okay, meet me at the college okay. at 6. 6 p.m. So it was not 6 when she called me and asked where I was. And I said, mm-hmm. I'm around the college. So she met me. And when she met me, she was having a normal conversation with me. Okay. But before then, I've been having some breakdowns, like mentally. So <laughs> I went there one time. And then when I tested Angel that, oh, I'm going to see the counselor, he was laughing because... Maybe he feels like, oh, this, this mad girl. Who was laughing yeah. at you. Yeah, he said, and maybe he feels like, this mad girl this is going girl. to oh. see the counselor finally. So when I went, I spoke to her about mental health. 
Yes. So when she met me, she said, so you push, you come for once and you don't come again. Mm. And that was it. So she took a She asked me, did you say you are from Sister Joyce Church? Wow. And I said, yes. Then she took a picture of me. So in the evening, she tested me and then she told me to see her. Okay. On Monday at a, a particular time. Okay. So I met her. And when I met her, she said, oh, she showed the picture and Nohima mentioned my name. Wow. Yes. Those of you who are in the church, no one knows you. When you close, you pass like this. When we are sharing the grace, you've ordered your boat. This is your message to change. So, she's, she asked me to follow her. And the time I realized, we're in the provost's office. Wow. I've not been there before. So, when we got there, and the provost asked her, have you told her? Okay. And then she said, no, I've not disclosed anything to her yet. Hey. And the provost said, okay, I've, submit, I've nominated your name for a scholarship. Hey. And Somebody say, yeah. yeah. Do you know the provost? I'm not like I don't know him because he asked me if I know him. I said no. And he said he, I'm not your father's brother. No. Your father's cousin. No. Your mother's uncle's sister's nephew. No. Okay. He just said he just said that he's gone through my files. Okay. He's gone through my files and I'm doing quite well. Wow. Yeah, so he just submitted it. So like I should just wait on them. I, I waited outside and when the counselor came, she told me that. I should just pray. She will call me for interviews and things. Hey. And everything will be fine. Then, the following week again, I came to church. Mm -hmm. So I had forgotten about it. And they asked me to go and pick a form. Okay. So the people there called me. I went for the form. I submitted. The following week again, I came to church. And during the praises, um, Pastor Russell was ministering. And wow. then, I had an encounter with the Holy Spirit. Wow. I saw angels on stage. Wow. Most of the time, Oh, you see, what she says is very important too. Many of us praise this time. We are outside talking, greeting, dancing. Oh, you see, she said she saw angels on the stage. She had an encounter with the Holy Spirit during the praises. So, um, most of the time, so when I see them, church will be talking. Like, I hear them, but that very day, I, I was just, I felt there. So, when I felt there, and then he told me that he has done it before. And I know he, he, he's come through for me wow. from childhood and he, he still comes through for me. I, I just believe it. Take your time. So I just, like, I just went home. And when I went home on Monday, I had a paper. After the paper, I had a call. I missed it first time. The person called. The person said, I'm calling from this secretariat. You've been, please resend me your email. And you've received a scholarship. Wow. And then, I just knelt down in my room and then I thought about that. I, I, I just don't know how he does this. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> because I just don't, don't know how he comes through for me. Like, I didn't go for an interview. I didn't go for anything. And you just called me that, oh, please just sign to say that you've accepted. Wow. Then I just signed. I went to tell, so before that, she needed a lecturer's signature. And then I went to my lecture. Her lecture helped me join the vacation okay. for an African sponsorship, but I lost it. So when I told her lecture, he told me that when God 
does not respond in our time. We call him a failed God, right? So this is how he wants to do it. Wow. And I should just take it. But looking at that thing with the scholarship, she don't pick people like first, unless you apply before coming. Mm-hmm. And I didn't go and touch the counselor that, oh, I want scholarship, scholarship or I want anything. It just came. Wow. I just want to say that, thank you, God, because when I was submitting her forms, I saw some ladies in there. Mm-hmm. And then I got a bit scared that maybe I might not get it. But I heard Bishop Dahl's voice wow. saying that, may you have the upper hand. Wow. You may you have the upper hand. And when I came back, I told him that. I told him that, hey, it looks like maybe I don't get it too. And then he said that, did you even know about any scholarship? And you don't even know how everything is happening. Wow. So just relax. God is doing his own thing. The same angel who was laughing at you. Wow. I just thank God. I just want to tell the church that when everything happened and the Holy Spirit reminded me that in, in my church in the house, we do annual Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And then chapter Kempa comes there, Bishop Ernest's okay. friend from Holy Hill, as in the of God. He asked us to sow a seed. And then he said that miraculous things like in the first four months wow. of the year. But me, I'm like, oh, me, yes, I think it will happen. I think supernatural because. So I just gave 100 or 200 students. Wow. And looking at how things are unfolding and the weight of the scholarship and everything. And then I just thank God. Wow. Jen, again, I want to thank Sister Joy because it's not only this. There have been several times where. I just, oh, just asked me, you said you know Sister Joy wow. in, in school, That's like all. here in Kenya University, and things like treat you different, things just happen, and everything. And there have been several times where she, she's brought people to the church, and the bishop talk about, I see scholarship flying. Most of the time, I don't receive for myself, I receive for other people. And I just talk to God about other people that God come true for them. But today, I just want to thank God that He's come true for my family from day one to like till now. And we just want to thank Him that we are great. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for Him. Oh, what a powerful testimony. Amen. Oh, your hand clap is too weak. Your miracle is is coming through. Hallelujah. You too, you are receiving a supernatural miracle. Hallelujah. Last week, our pastor shared with us about the curse of Adam, the curse of Eve, and what to do to come out of the curses. How many of you remember? Oh yes, I remember it like yesterday. Yeah. What to do to come out of the curses. Today, I can't wait to hear what my pastor has to share with me. Because last week's message was so powerful. I want you to open your hearts and open your mind and open your hearts really wide because the message is also for you. Hallelujah. Amen. So take your notebook, take your pen as we receive our pastor. Ladies and gentlemen, let's put our hands together for our pastor. He has joined.
name. Father, we are so grateful. We're so grateful for every testimony. We're so grateful for your grace and your mercy. We give you praise and thank you for your goodness towards us. In the mighty name of Jesus, and as your word comes to us this week, let it work a work in us, O oh God, and may it be well with us in Jesus' name. Amen. And before you sit down, take your Bible. Let us make our confession. Hallelujah. And as you are saying it, the confession is coming to pass on your behalf. Amen. You want to say, this is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I'll be taught the word of God. I'll never be the same. Never, never, never. I'll never be the same in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you. Take your seat. Hallelujah. Wow. Amen. What a Sunday. Wonderful testimonies. Some people would have been paying for past questions they didn't even need. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, look, you better check everything, eh? Hey! <laughs> 900 pages. Meanwhile, you don't need them to. Oh, wow. The Lord delivered you seriously. Hallelujah. And Abigail, your testimony was a very moving one. Yeah. Amen. Are you there? Sometimes we don't know why God does what he does. And we don't even know the doors that he opens for us. Amen. But may he open the door that you need. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. Yeah. Beautiful. Today we are going to be talking about a curse that is my particular favorite. But it is also, I find it very difficult to preach it. Are you there? I find it difficult to preach because you can even be angry. Mm. So if I preach today and you are angry, forgive me, okay? But go and read it again. <laughs> no, you see, the anger is a sign. You know, if you <laughs> slept one morning and you drooled <laughs> and you didn't clean your face well and you come out and your friend says, oh, but you have drooled and you didn't clean your face. It's true, but it's very painful. I don't know if you get what I mean. It's true. But you will not be happy. Or you've been walking around town, then a friend of yours says, oh, but your fly is open. It's true. It's true. But you, in between your embarrassment and everything, you are not happy that the person has said it. And, and this particular case is a bit like that. You know, it's unpleasant. But I will just say, I'm saying it as a caution so that when you find yourself reacting... Hello? You just realize this is my reaction. It's because it's true. This is my particular reaction. It's because it's true. Yeah, you know how when we're talking about the case of Eve, when we say that, I remember our father used to say, girls like boys more than boys like girls. And I'll be sitting in my chair. Not but I've had to admit that it's true. Yeah, it's true. That's why a 63-year-old, her prayer is that I still want a husband. Hey. hey. Are you there? And I remember him eventually going into it and saying that that's why when there's a relationship, sometimes you see that the woman will go far. She'll go deep in what the guy there, Charlie, is just skimming the surface. And I had to admit that what he's saying is true. Yeah. yeah. And Sana is because of a case that is lying there. 
Hallelujah. So from next week, I'll begin talking about how to overcome the curses because there are some very interesting ways. Very, very interesting. You thought that it was only I bind, I bind, I roll away, I take machine gun, but there are very interesting ways of overcoming. And when we begin that one, you will stop fearing any curse that anybody has said over you. Amen. Because there are cases that do land because the Bible says a curse causeless will not land. So the opposite is also true. That if you did something and the person cursed you, it will land. So you went and broke some girl's heart and she spoke in a way and said something. It will actually land. You have gone to tamper with somebody's marriage and cause trouble there. And the person said something. It will land. Now you are now sober and you are trying to get out of it. And you are breaking, but there are things which also apply, which can eventually overcome it. I hope you understand. Are you there? So you did something. So the case seems to be applying. But there are other things that can be done. And from next week, we'll be entering that. So allow me today to introduce you to another case. Remember, I said that I was going to deal with the cases that apply to us. When I say as there are other cases may apply to this family or that person or this, that, but I'm dealing with the collective ones that apply to all of us. And we started with the case on Adam. We can see how it applies to us. Who is here? You are working. You are not sweating. <laughs> so the sweat may be different, but it's a sweat. Uh-huh. Somebody sweat is to sit up all night. Uh, what? Totally figures. You are an auditor. You are totally here. But it's sweat. It's not under the sun, but it's sweat. Uh-huh. And somebody else's sweat is in the heat outside. So, whichever format is some kind of sweat. Amen? Walking in the sun. They say you are working in a bank, but Chaleas, you have arrived. You work for insurance, you work for a bank, you are just walking. Your shoe is more than a rubber tie. <laughs> then we talked about the curse of Eve. Today, I want to introduce you to the curse of Noah. Also known as the curse of Ham. But if you want to be blunt, it's the curse upon the black man. You see already, please, don't say I didn't warn you. Uh-huh. Don't say I didn't warn you. You know that, Charlie. Tell your neighbor, please, take it easy. Take it easy. And even before I go inside, let me remind you that we started this whole series saying that every curse can be neutralized. But you need to recognize it first. That's what we have been doing all these weeks. Otherwise, you think that, oh, it's just something that's happening. It's just, you won't take it in a certain way. But let us go to Genesis chapter 9 and verse 18, and let us read. The sons of Noah that went forth of the ark were Shem and Ham and Japheth. Ham is the, is the father of Canaan. These are the three sons of Noah, and of them was the whole earth overspread. So the whole earth was refilled based on these three ancestors. Are you there? And Noah began to be a husbandman, and he planted a vineyard, and he drank of the wine and was drunk, and he was uncovered within his tent. I want you to tell your neighbor that every man has a right. When I say man, I'm talking about human being, has a right to a space that he calls his own. Because the man was in his own tent. He was not naked walking around. He was not disturbing anybody. He was in his own tent. He had harvested his grapes. He had drank a little bit too much. He was drunk and he was in his own tent. Please tell your neighbor, when you see something happening in somebody's tent, just go your way. Eh? It's none of your business. Hey, 
the troubles that come because some people are trying to mind some other people's business. Hey, if Ham had known what was about to happen, he should have just been quiet. We continue. And Ham, the father of Canaan, you see, they made sure to say the father of Canaan because the curse affected the descendants of Ham. And Canaan was one of them. He saw the nakedness of his father and told his brethren. <clears throat> and Shem and Japheth took a garment and laid it upon both their shoulders and went backwards. You see, so they had a different view. They didn't even want to see their father's nakedness. They saw not their father's nakedness. Are you seeing it? They said they covered the nakedness of their father and their faces were backwards. So if he was here, they walked backwards and covered him so that they would not see his nakedness, unlike him. And Noah awoke from his wine and knew what his younger son had done to him. And he said, Cursed be Canaan, a servant of servants shall he be unto his brethren. This case, and he repeated it later on when he was now blessing his children. He repeated the case. He said, You be a servant of servants. And ever since he spoke those words, the descendants of Ham have had an almighty task of trying to bring themselves up. <laughs> now, there's a chapter. Please get your copy of. Right now, I said all to all. It's free of charge. If you don't go for it, it's your palaver. But I want, I'm giving you homework because I can't go through that chapter. Amen where it shows you the placement of the black man all over the globe. And the story is the same. Everywhere. Because we are Africans, we feel that it's Africa alone that has it. But it's everywhere. Eh? Where we are. If you go to the... I went on a visit one time. I was working and I went to visit my brother-in-law and he was driving me through the city of Minnesota and he told me, he said, oh, the Chinese, they are here. You see, America is one of the most segregated nations in the world where people live with their type. You know, we, we are very mixed. Uh -huh, but they're very segregated. They say, oh, the Chinese are here. You go, I say, oh, the Hispanics are here. Then he says, I said, where we are? When we get there, I won't need to tell you. I'm Pastor. Where we are? Hey! We're driving, driving, reach somewhere. I said, we, eh? Yes, um, mm -hmm. Because there are some characteristics. You see, when we say such things, people get angry. Oh. But I need to tell you that your anger is not going to resolve it. And your anger is not going to help you. What will help you is right now put the emotions aside and deploy your mind and see whether what we are saying is true. Is it or is it not true that where we are, if we are in a building, the loo will be dirty? Okay. You didn't come to church, it's clear. <clears throat> if you get to a place it's not like that, it is because it is overcomable. But when you, we are now talking about the classic presentation, and the classic presentation is death. Death. Hey. You, if I come to your house, you tell me, I say, I want to go to the washroom. You tell me that I'm coming. Why will you say I'm coming? Why will you say I'm coming? Is it true or is it not true? And you most likely have to do a quick cleaning. Okay, let's leave the loo. Let's go to the kitchen. Mm. Some of us, Charlie, the kitchen is swimming. 
the oil is on the floor, is on the table. It's true or it's not true? There are flies around. Hey. Cockroaches. Hey, the way you are quiet. When I was coming, I've I have actually sent some people to pray for me to preach this message in this in this. I've been preaching to everybody to preach this particular case in this particular service. I said they should pray for me. It's because we don't like the truth, but it is the truth, this particular case, to overcome it, you have to see it. To overcome it. The day I had my first preaching on this, and that's when I went into my kitchen and poured away the old oil that had been standing there for three months. Yours is still there. And as I'm saying it, you are angry with me and you are looking at me. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Charlie, let's close and go home. Eh? <laughs> Do you want to be free or you don't want to be free? Then stop behaving like a typical African. Ah. Deploy your mind and let them think about it. And say, is it true or it's not true? Yes. And the truth, you see, we like to think that somebody else is doing it. Somebody wants to oppress us. For as long as you are thinking about somebody, you won't do anything about it yourself. That's the typical picture. And it is the same picture everywhere. Everywhere we are is there. When South Africa got free, everything was working pepepe. As soon as it entered our brother's hands, one would have thought they would have learned from our issues. Are they or are they not currently like us? They are doomed. So is it not wilder than ours? One would have thought that they would have looked and said, look, these are brothers further up. What did they do? And they descended into chaos. Let's go and see. But because we will not use a certain thing God has given us, we will just allow ourselves to be walking. And if you leave yourself, this is what will happen. Hello, are you here? They had one of the best airlines. Where is the airline currently? <laughs> like whose airline? Did we not have an airline? Where is it? Did Nigeria not have an airline? Where is it? <laughs> yeah, the people they are trying to face me. Oh. <laughs> I am striving to preach it, I tell you. <laughs> I'm striving. But I'm just trying to let you see that that's the characteristic because the case said a servant of servants. How is a servant? A servant does only what he's told to do. So what you don't tell him to do, he can't do. Or he doesn't see. And if that's a servant, now what about they say servant of servants? So you see it in our leadership. And some of you, you are about to become heads of offices. You have to know how the leadership of a servant or servant is so that when you sit in that chair, you change it. One of the things, I'll just, today I'm just going to give you a few examples and close. You will see us. When we are sent and we have power, we'll sort ourselves out and everybody else will be down there. That's why there are nations. It is the road from the airport to the president's house only. It's the only good one. The only one with light, that's it. Because we don't, we don't, we can't feel how others are feeling. Because we, there, we are okay at the top. Or we are not in the same country together. We like fancy things. We spend our money on what is not wealth. Yeah, exactly. The trappings of wealth, that's what we spend our money on. Yeah. 
push your neighbor and ask your neighbor, are you one of those eating before your time? <laughs> I was preaching this message among the students. And when I said that, oh, you are eating 30 CDs lunch, then they told me that it was delivered by a delivery boy. I said, how much is the delivery boy? They said, 8 to 10 Ghana CDs. And then I said, okay, so if you call the delivery guy only once a day, eight, seven times, uh, 10 CDs, 70 CDs, delivery, not the food itself, the delivery, times four. And you are a student who owns no property. Is that something you should be doing at this time? Ask your neighbor, the shoe that you are wearing, is that what you should be wearing at this time? Yeah, Charlie. The preacher of the message is very difficult to wear. May the Lord have mercy on me. Hey, today I've come to kill him here. Hey, you have gone to buy designer shoes, but you have not yet put two blocks upon themselves to create a home for yourself because you do not know that one of the signs of a servant of servant is that he cannot build. He can only spend. He can't build. And then our excuse is that I don't have money. But if even the money is put in your hand, what will you spend it on? Hey, if I pray for me to help me to preach this message. You see why I started the warnings early. I thank God we are not in the US. Like somebody would have shot me as I'm standing here. <laughs> hey. But you see, what I'm saying is true. It's true. As soon as we get a new government, what is their first activity? Before they even make a, a word that even has sense, they are bought new land cruises. Meanwhile, a land cruiser can buy you a house, can build you a house. And they would have bought how many? Because, because you see, don't be worried that eh, it's because it's this government. No, if you were there, you would do the same. Because what you don't know is that it's part of the case. Do you understand? That when you arrive there, toys, games, games, that's what we like. Ceremonies, parties. Every day we are celebrating. I don't know what we are celebrating. Every day. Confluence. Hey, Charlie. Some pastor ain't saying we shouldn't go to a conference. No, no, I'm not saying don't go. When you finish going, what came out? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> it's getting hot here. <laughs> it, look, today it will be my shortest preaching ever, I tell you. The book is there, cocaine. So that if you want to free yourself, you free yourself. But you see, it's very important. When the prodigal son came back to his father and they were doing the party he was looking like a wealthy man the guy was standing there with a golden ring from his father the guy was standing there with a purple robe the guy was standing there he had been cleaned out and freshened out and he was looking at me bling bling everything is working but <laughs> It was when his big brother complained and told his father that, ah, I've been here with you all this time. You have not even given me a small piglet in Grandpa to just do something with. Then his father said something. 
Everything, everything here. Including the shoes that boy is wearing. Including his beautiful gown. And including, it's for you. What you don't understand is that the trappings of wealth is not an indication of wealth. But that is what the servant of servant goes for. We are occupied by it. And therefore, we don't own anything, but we go for the trappings of wealth. Trappings. Hey, hmm. Charlie. Yes, it's a very difficult message to preach to you. Because mm, I feel that I'm preaching to unbelievers. Not unbelievers as a non-Christians, but people go, oh, no, I don't believe it. I, look, if you believe it is for you, if you not believe it is also for you. Yeah. But me, when I heard this message, I believed it. Because I realized that it had never occurred to me before that I would build a house. It was never one of my thinkings in my life. But when I discovered that, ah, that's how I'm, I said, no, I will build. I will build. I will build. I will build. Do you get it? It is, it is something that was said that brought my mind to it. That's why even this church, when I came, what we were given were pillars, a foundation, and a roof. And we built the church and finished it. And then the church expanded beyond it. I said, we are going to build it. And I went to find somebody, give me drawings. My land is different from the other, so you have to give me something. And I went all the way to Accra. I said, Daddy, I have to do this. And we started to build this church. We never had the money. We were building it one pillar at a time. Yeah, pillar by pillar, pillar by pillar. But we finished it. You two build your house pillar by pillar. But instead, you have eaten it. You have eaten it. Bless <laughs> hey, you, Charlie. When we are at the top, servant of servant, he's only concerned about himself. So you must prosper, but everybody else must be a far cry from you. That's why the leaders are up there and everybody else is down there. Please, so if you want to defeat it, when you sit in that leadership seat, decide that the people under you, you will be interested in their welfare. You'll be interested in them. That's how you can only defeat it by looking at it and taking a measure in the opposite direction. I I hope you are getting me. So you decide that, okay, the the secretary who is there, be interested in the person's life. Not to go and sleep with her. But what is it that will better? Yay, mercy. Some of you, have I not called you and asked you, will you not go back to school? Have I not called you and asked you? Have I not called you and asked you, so what is the next step? Just trying to... Charlie, move up, Kakra. Move up. Move up. I cannot be the only householder, older, owner in the place. And we cannot just be three house owners. You must also have a house. You must also have a house. But to have a house, your mind, which we don't often use, it must come on it. That's the only way to build. That your mind comes on it because it is possible. You see, if you just look outside, you say, oh, I can't build a house. After all, all the lands around here, when you go and ask, uh, what, uh, $50,000, uh, what about the village where you come from? If you went to ask, because you are from there, what would they say? Eh, but I don't want to live in there. Be quiet. Be quiet. Kaswa today, that is part of Accra. Do you know that when I was a child, it was a village? 
Spin text, brother. Everybody today is saying spin text, spin text. When Archbishop Nick bought a plot of land, started building his church, we all say, about what is wrong with this man? He has built a church in the middle of the bush. Look at what it is today. Prime or prime. Do you know what will happen in the place where you are coming from? Do you know how your village will be? Abba. Come on. Many years ago, my husband and I went to buy some land. It was in the middle of a place somewhere in Tamale, and I didn't like going there. Because there was always, you're always climbing over something to get there. But we bought it and then we started and we didn't, we didn't finish, we just left it there. Then one day after some time, we used, there was a man who looks after it. I said, let me go and see this place and find out. You see, at the time, my mind when I got there was that, Charlie, this thing, maybe we should just sell it. And when I got there, I was very shocked. Do you know what had happened? This land that was in the middle of nowhere doing nothing. A major road had been constructed one way. Another major road, two ways. And suddenly, my land was sitting at the junction. I said, hey! And across the road was a fuel station. And I asked the man, this land that we didn't blink to buy because at the time it was in a village of no name and it was not on any map. <laughs> and I asked the man, should I sell it? He said, mommy, sit on it small. Sit on it. Sit small. Sit small. Allow things to work. And I'm sharing the same thing with you. Go and look at where your village is. And you are asking me whether I think you will live in your village. Be asking me foolish questions. So that I also be asked. <laughs> hey! Because it was not prime land. You see, when you are buying land from a village, it's not expensive. Because they have not done anything. The, the, what do you call them? The surveyors had not been there. They had not mapped it out. So it was nothing. And that's how your village may be right now. And that's what you can buy. But instead, you are giving me sermons. Hey, Charlie. You see, just because you are trying to defeat the, court, the case, go and buy it. You understand what I'm saying? Just because you are trying to, you, to defeat it, you have to do the opposite. So we don't think of building. So I will think of building. Uh-huh. We think of chopping. We don't think of building. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm ending on the next point. <laughs> Hams are very superstitious. Mm-hmm. We are superstitious. We believe that, oh, if something happens, it's because of powers. Now, I got to tread gently on this point, but it is real. We are spiritual people, and it is true that many things are governed by spiritual things. But there are also a lot of things that is just our brain that has to work. Hello? One of the stories told in this book, I'm preaching from this one. I'm showing it to you so that when you get all your books, you open it. It say, the story was that they had built a dam, and one day the dam burst and some people died. And when people died, then they said that, oh, you see, oh, it's the river God. When they did the dam, the river God, he used to come and cross, cross. He'd be walking across the, the, the river. And ever since they did the dam, he has not been able to walk across. This is a typical story. Do not think that an engineering problem has come. Let's find an engineering solution. But this is how we will explain it. Are you there? Hello? Hmm. Somebody who has got high blood pressure, you refuse to take your medication. 
He refused to do all the things. Say, don't eat this, don't do it. You are eating all. And then you're only drinking herbal medicine given to you by somebody who, is, who doesn't know much about it. And then when you die, they'll come and tell us that it is some auntie who has gone to get some monkey that's sitting on it. Hey! True or not true? I'm ending with Isaiah chapter 11. <laughs> because you are angry, I won't go further. Isaiah 11 and verse 2. <laughs> it's enough. Go ahead and swallow this one. If I bring, bring it in big bowls, you can't swallow. <laughs> the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. The spirit of counsel and might. The spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. I want you to look at something in this scripture. The breakdown of the spirit of the Lord is showing us how many things affect the mind. I'm showing you how spiritual things affect the mind. Spirit of what? Wisdom. Is it mind or not? Is it mind or not? Okay. Spirit of understanding. Is it mind or not? Okay. Spirit of counsel. Do you use your mind or not? Spirit of knowledge. Do you use your mind or not? So in all the seven components, four have to deal with the mind. And it needs, we must begin to see that what is happening here is very, very important. Let me finish with the last scripture, Romans chapter 12 and verse 2. Romans 12 verse 2. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I would have thought it should say by the renewing of your spirit. But I've given you several demonstrations. The renewing of your spirit is what takes you to heaven. For you to prosper on earth and do well on earth, it's the renewing of your mind. Yes, pray. Yes, give offerings. Yes, believe God. Yes, do spiritual things. But do not do it to the exclusion of the mind. Expect that God will give you an idea. That if you follow that idea, something will happen. Expect that death. You see, God will not do for you what your mind is supposed to do. Yeah. Amen. Like right now, I've told you, I said, go and look for land to buy. We said this to a group of young people about 25 years ago. Today, all of them, it's not one house they own, it's houses. Because they too went to look for land that nobody is looking at. Please ask your neighbor, where are you from? And when I say, where are you from? I don't mean which city is there, I mean the village you are from. Where are you from? And when the person tells you, tell him, go there, let's go and look for some land there. Let's go and look for some land. <clears throat> Who knows what God will do? Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. <laughs> Don't worry, if you're upset, thank God you know how began. I want you to just pray for yourself. And the prayer I want you to ask God for is for, the, for understanding. If you understand, you'll do something about it. So just ask him for understanding. And Lord, I don't understand this case. I don't even think it's fair. But give me understanding. Help me to understand it. Help me to, Help me to see that the things I'm doing and the way I'm doing them 
it's not helping me it's not helping lord let me see that it's coming from a root somewhere and let me go and pull up that root so that i can do well talk to the lord help me to see lord man where it is coming from lord somebody you are saying my money is not enough but if you will use wisdom to guard it you will do much with it you will do much with it you will do much with it it will multiply i tell you it will do much it will do much help me lord Father, we are grateful. Thank you that you reveal things to redeem. Lord, as we stand before you, we know that every case, especially this one, is overtenable. I pray that each one of us will see our starting point. Each one of us will see that place that when we go there and we start to organize ourselves, Lord, it will be well with us. Father, may poverty be banished from our midst in the name of Jesus. May it disappear, Lord. Father, grant us the grace not to take the decisions that move us to poverty, but rather to go the other way. May the picture be changed in our lives in Jesus' name. May we be property owners in our lives here on earth. May we also be property owners in heaven. Help us to see and help us to do. From today, may the trappings of wealth and our love of the trappings of wealth, let it vanish from our spirits in Jesus' name so that we are able to think straight and sort ourselves out. I give you praise. I thank you in the mighty name of Jesus. And all the saints shall say, Amen and Amen. And as every head is bowed and every eye is closed, you are here this afternoon, you want to give your life to Jesus, just lift up your hand. The breaking of any curse begins with the life given to Jesus. You want to give your life to Jesus. If you've lifted your hand, I want you to come to me. I want to lead you in the prayer, the sinner's prayer. Just step out of where you are. Just come to me. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. Just come. You've lifted your hand. You're saying, I want to receive Jesus. I'm not sure I'm going to heaven. Come and come and let us pray together. Just come. Just come and let us pray together. Oh, it is well with you. God bless you as you come. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. It begins because Jesus was the one who became a curse for us. Hallelujah. Let us pray. If you are in front, I want you to pray this prayer. And those of you in the congregation, help us as we pray. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner. Please wash me in your blood. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, you are my Savior. You are my Lord. And because of you, every curse is broken over my life. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at F-O-L-C-I-E-D-S-E. God richly bless you.